Hello, beautiful souls. You're listening to Underneath the Clothes podcast, episode number 27, How to Choose Your Word for 2020. I'm Chelsea, your host of Underneath the Clothes podcast. I'm a business and life coach, certified strengths finder coach, and the owner of Chelsea's Boutique. Being an entrepreneur for over a decade has taught me a lot of fun, but often hard lessons. I have gained a ton of knowledge in almost all realms of owning and operating a business, and I know I can help you save money and grow your profit all are working less and running your business instead of it running you. Before we jump into today's episode, I need to tell you about my first ever digital course I'll be releasing in the coming months. The course will be a guidebook and direct coaching on one of my most favorite requested topics, how to hire the right people for your small business. I'm officially naming it the No BS Course to Hiring Right. Because I'm a business owner and I understand what it's like to have no extra time to waste on BS courses that won't deliver what it promises or are filled with fluffy extras we just don't need. In my coaching with business owners, the questions I get asked over and over again is how do I find the right people for my business and what can I do to have less turnover with the employees I do hire? These are questions I've struggled with in my own business, and believe me when I tell you, I know how frustrating and stressful it can be finding the right people who actually care for your business. My hiring process has grown from one that was rushed and hit or miss to one that intentionally draws in applicants who connect with the heart of my business right from the start. I wanted to bundle up everything I've learned about hiring over these past 10 plus years and put it into an easy to follow step-by-step process that walks you through exactly what I do to find the most amazing people for our team. In this no BS course, you'll learn how to set expectations for your employees and for yourself as their manager. It'll instruct you on how to design your hiring process so you and your new hires are set up for success. This is information I wish I had had years ago, and I know it is going to save you time and money and help you bring in those employees who will actually help you grow your business. If you're as excited as I am for this course and want to know when the cart will open, which by the way, will be for a very limited time, then click the link in the show notes or go to chelseasonlinecourse.com and sign up to be notified today. All right, now let's get back to today's show. Can you guys believe it's almost a new year, a new decade even? Time is flying. Whether we're ready for it or not, it's always moving and taking us along for the ride. And I'm willing to bet if you could go back in time and talk to the woman you were a year ago, you would see how far you have come since the beginning of 2019. Every day we are learning and taking risks and failing and growing into this person we are meant to be. Even though we're about to ring in 2020, we're not able to technically time travel just yet. So instead, I want you to close your eyes for a moment and picture the you you were a year ago. What was important to that girl last December? What was she working to achieve or let go of or overcome? What did she put before anything else? If you could describe what mattered to her most using just one word, what would that word be? And finally, is that word different than the one you'd use today? 
This episode is all about reflecting on the past so you can move forward with your new word for 2020. And what better time to do that than the new year? It's almost like we all get a second chance, a clean slate, and this permission to let go of things that we don't need and to reach for the things that do serve us. I've gotten into the routine of always taking December 31st off of work and dedicating that entire day to reflect on my previous year. This is because I truly believe that in order to see where you want to go, you have to first reflect on where you've been. So today, I want to take you step-by-step through my process of reflecting on the year, creating my word for the new year, and how to close out 2019 and leave all the hurt, fear, anger, or guilt behind. Let's jump in. So the first step I take is I sit down by myself and read through all my old journal entries from 2019. If you don't have a journal, that is completely okay. I'll walk you through what you can do instead, but I would highly recommend you start one for the new year. As humans, we tend to not see our growth because we were living in it every single day. It's like when a friend of yours is pregnant and you saw her every day, you may not notice her belly growing daily. But if you didn't see her for six months and then bumped into her, you would notice a drastic change. It's the same thing here. We don't see our small little changes in growth or even realize monumental moments or events in our life until we're able to actually reflect back on them to see how that small moment or event at the time actually led to an incredible relationship, new way of thinking, or opportunity. So if you have a journal, read through it all. And if you don't have a journal, what you're going to do instead is take out your calendar and start going through it month by month and writing down what the big events and time blocks you have on your calendar are. Take some time to really reflect on all those events, big projects, and celebrations. What feelings were associated with these events, projects, or celebrations? What happened in your life because of them? We are humans. We are bad at memorializing events outside of graduation, weddings, and funerals. We just don't do a great job at recording, honoring, or celebrating things outside of the big stereotypical life events. So last year when I did this, I completely broke out into tears, you guys. I had accomplished so much, but when I actually reflected back on the year, I hadn't taken any time at all to celebrate any of it. I noticed I'd given up time with family and friends so I could work harder. And once I finished one task, I quickly went on to the next. Is this true in your life? If you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to bet you are an achiever. It's because you want more for your life, not just for you, but for your family and community and everyone around you. But I want to ask you, at what cost? We do things for all those reasons, but often find ourselves feeling so much more alone while chasing those dreams because we don't take the time to reflect or celebrate. Bringing forward all those memories, it was so powerful, and I was able to see what I wanted for the new year, and it was celebration and connection, which ended up being my words for 2019. I wanted to start celebrating more, so I created a celebrate list. And you've probably heard me talk about this before, and I make almost all of my clients create their own celebrate list. What are the big and small things you can do to celebrate when you hit a goal or achievement? You guys, they don't even have to cost anything. One of my favorites is cranking up the music as loud as I can and dancing to some of my favorite 90s songs like a freaking mad woman in my kitchen. 
The other thing I wanted to do was spend more time connecting with others, but also with myself and my connection with God. I put down the business books in the morning and started picking up books that would connect me with my higher power and make my faith and spiritual connection with God even stronger. I changed my schedule so that Fridays were left open to have coffee and lunch with friends, and we created a weekly date night for Thad and I that we stuck to every week, where we didn't talk about business, but instead we just had fun. We also implemented a weekly communication strategy that every Sunday we would go through together. And you can check out episode number 23, Communication Tips for a Healthy Marriage, to hear all about it. Take some time here, friends. Reflect on your year. What was amazing? What needs to change for the new year? Do you need to move your body more? Do you want to make more money and work to change your limiting beliefs? Do you need to take more time to celebrate and connect with others? Maybe ask yourself, what is the one thing that I want to accomplish next year so that by doing so, my entire life would shift so beautifully? Choose a word that helps you to remind you of that goal. Or maybe it's a state that you want to live in. Do you want to be more happy, more healthy, more grateful? The goal is to do more things you actually enjoy next year and fewer things that you don't. To have a more fun and live a more vibrant life. What do you want? Now, don't be alarmed if working through this, you start having emotions and feelings surface. That's good. Don't push them down. Feel what you need to feel. Imagine what you need to imagine. Do the work now so you can live an extraordinary life. Now, this exercise will probably take you a few hours. Take the time to really do it, and it's okay if you do it before the 31st of December, and it's okay if you do it after January 1st. Whenever you are choosing to start is perfect. It's all perfect timing. What do you want more of in your life? What would you prefer less of? What is one habit you want to change? What do you enjoy but could get better at doing? What energizes you? What tires you? What relaxes you? What stresses you out? What's distracting you from accomplishing an extraordinary life? Think and reflect on these questions. The answers are already inside of you. You just have to bring them to the surface. Go ahead and pause this episode and come back to it once you've had your word for 2020 figured out. All right, now that you have your word or words for 2020, I want you to do this one last exercise, and I really do suggest doing this one on the 31st. You can do it by yourself, with your husband, or with your children. It's a very powerful exercise and will help you to bring closure to the year and feel really energized and ready for 2020. So what you're going to do is get a couple sheets of paper and rip them up into little sized pieces around two inches or so. The exact size doesn't matter. Just get a good stack of pieces here. Then you're going to write down all the things you are going to leave in 2019 and not bring into the year with you. Maybe it's feelings, emotions, limiting beliefs, people, events that hurt you, words that were said to you or that you said to others that keep playing over and over in your head. You're not enough. It's your fault. Whatever those words are. Maybe it's people. Maybe there are certain people that really hurt you on purpose. Write each of the feelings, emotions, people, events. Write it all down, each on their own piece of paper. 
whatever it is that you will not take into the new year with you, write it down. Once you have them all written, then one by one, you're going to pick up the paper and I would start with your least hurtful things first and work up to the really hard ones. And you're going to shut your eyes and you're going to say a prayer either out loud or to yourself, to God, the universe, the divine, whatever you call the higher power. And it might go something like this. God, I ask that you take this emotion of anger and you heal my heart. Take this feeling away from me. It does not serve me. I do not want it, and it is no longer mine. There is no right or wrong way to pray about whatever is on your paper. Whatever feels right is perfect. You may feel emotions and feelings surface here again. Let them. If you truly want to let them go and not bring them into the new year with you, you have to feel all the emotions associated with them. This can be so very powerful because we tend to push things down because we have businesses to run, families to support, and goals to accomplish. But friends, just because we push it down does not mean it goes away. It's sitting down there, and eventually it will service in a way you will not be proud of. So let it out now. Give it to God. He will take the hurt, the anger, the sadness, the guilt, the jealousy, whatever it is, he will take it from you. Once you feel really calm inside about whatever is written on that piece of paper, then you're going to burn it. Now, please be careful with this step. I burn mine in a metal garbage can in my sink so that I have water handy right away. A fireplace or fire pit would also work really well here. So I'll hold the piece of paper in my hand, light it on fire, and when it gets to close to my fingers, I'll drop it in the trash can and watch those words burn up and turn to ash. It is such an incredibly freeing exercise that will leave you feeling so relieved and amazing. 2020 is right around the corner and I want it to truly be your best year yet. I am so proud of you for putting in the work now that is leading you one step closer to becoming extraordinary. If you are planning to do this exercise, I'd love to hear from you. Take a screenshot of this episode and upload it to social media with the tag at underneath the clothes. Knowing that the content I'm putting out is actually helping others fuels me to keep producing more great content for you. Want to do this exercise with a friend or family member? Share this episode with them. You have no idea the impact you could make on their life. Cheers to 2019 and to an absolutely incredible 2020. I'm so grateful to you for listening. I love and appreciate each and every one of you.